Welcome to Baby Movements. This is Michelle Turner, creator of Movement Lesson. I'm starting a new podcast on, that's what it is, baby movements. The greatest gift you can give your child is movements, and that's what I'm all about. And working with babies for over a decade with Movement Lesson, creator of the Newborn Movement Assessment, and thought it was about time to start a podcast to start talking about specifically how to create your super baby. I'll be doing 99 Super Baby Secrets. That'll be out very shortly, just about finishing my book, Baby's First Year, and really wanted to start talking about baby movements because it's important. Again, the greatest gift you can give your child is movement. What is baby movements or what are baby movements? The biggest misconception is that babies don't do much the first few months of life. Well, guess what? They do a lot. Your foundations for all your movements need to happen during your first three months of life. It's very important that your baby is establishing the movements necessary that will take them through for the rest of their life. One of the reasons why, their cranium. Your skull moves when you're born and it will continue to move until it's fused, which is around 18 months. Did you know all your developmental milestones need to happen before that time? Guess what? We're moving. We're up and walking into a light little toggle run kind of thing by the time we are actually starting to talk. It's about eight to nine months of age where the talking becomes mommy, daddy, or mama, dada, wrote copying. But it's not really until 16 to 18 months where you're starting to string along some sentences or some words, I should say, for a three-word sentence kind of thing, like up and down. These movements are crucial that happen before the cognitive, before the reading, because all of those movements that your baby is meant to have lead up into those cognitive functions. That's right. Movement is what forms your brain. So whether your child's special needs has suffered birth trauma, rare genetics, and all of that, if you change the way the body wants to organize movement, you change cognitive development, especially if it's caught early on. So I want to be talking about all of that. Also, your baby needs rotational movements from the day they're born. That's the significance of the newborn movement assessment. To date, really, we haven't established a way of testing babies more efficiently around the world. I've presented and published my information trying to get it out there. But my desire is that every baby gets evaluated for short to long term concerns with their rotational movements and also that they just start working with them. That's why we have a super baby course and all those things needed to get your baby on track. Tummy time, rolling over, because those go into your seven key rotational milestones. It's another thing we're going to be covering on the podcast. I really want to thank you for being here. If you want to get more technical with movement, please go to or listen as well to Movement 4.0 from Babies to Astronauts, where I talk about, again, how we organize more our movements to physics and what are the sciences behind our movement and with opposition to gravity. What is key to movement? One of the key things is natural childbirth. What are the key stages of labor? Many of you might have had a C-section, and that's just fine. One of the things that we're talking about with baby movements is how babies are exposed to movement and then how they respond to movement. So whether your child has had a C-section, is premature, in delivery, has been in the NICU, there are seven 
key rotational milestones, but there are, there are a ton of movements that are meant to happen. And these first movements really happen in the stages of labor during a vaginal delivery, a natural childbirth, hopefully without drugs. Again, you have to do what you have to do to have your baby, to be comfortable, and also to save your life, your baby's life. So this isn't about regretting having a C-section. Or two, you might have had a C-section for your last baby, and you're going to have to have one for this baby. You're going to have the head floating before engagement. One of the key things here, though, it's not so much the positioning of the baby getting down into the vaginal canal, the cervix. It's the active labor. Labor is really important to a baby. Why? Because it's the first time it feels applied force. It's also the first time where it's going to get exposure to what are called your active muscles, which is where you're contracting or forcing down the baby into delivery. And then you also have passive muscles that go into play around your uterine wall for the baby to get into place. This is the first time in a sense the transfer of muscle movement is transferred over into your baby. As your baby is becoming into position, which is head down. The engagement, what they also call flexion and distension, you really want to go into the fact that you're on the inside of your pubic bone of the mother and the occiput in the back of the head is is going in. And that in the further descent is going to bring in your internal rotation. What they're looking for now here is they talk about extension, but this is where I start changing with movement lesson. That rotational movement is the first rotational movement your baby's going to be exposed to. There's no rotation in the womb. There's no force in the womb. Why? Because it's a frictionless environment. The body is meant to grow or expand in all directions. And that doesn't always come into play, right? This is the first rotational movements your baby's going to receive. Again, they're responding to the active and passive muscle movements from their mother, from you, creates momentum in the organs and movement. So this is what starts to happen. Actually, one of your first developmental milestones is the two main bones in the skull, the parietal bones, are going to be exposed to gravity first. And very much like a cold balloon going into a warm room, it gets that thrust, that momentum. Well, that's what engages the entire spine and the articulation of the rest of the skeletal system to be led into coming out of the mother. It gives them the force, the momentum, and a sense to burst themselves, very much like a champagne cork. This process is called cavitation. Parietal bones get exposed to gravity and they start pulling the child's head, in a sense, out. Very much, again, if you look at MRIs uh, in childbirth, which they have, they really does look like a champagne cork coming out. And that creates a pull within the palate and there's a palate strike what you consider as a suck reflex, but that pellet strike initiates. And that strike opens up the foam within the lungs. Very again, like champagne, you ever pop that cork open and see the bubbles just spew out? That's a baby's first breath and it gets its momentum. It initiates synchronizers responses to the environment. The environment is the first exposure and also it's the first time there's elimination in the body. Baby doesn't eat or breathe in the womb, and that happens immediately upon childbirth. So there's some key stages that go on. When you're looking at a child coming out of, let's say, a C-section, 
that child might come foot first, butt first. There's just all variations, which will have its play on the developmental movements. Maybe there weren't contractions. It's a premature baby. And if the baby is too premature, the skin, your epidermis is actually too large for the body at the moment. And so the muscle can't create its momentum responses in return with the skin or the epidermis. That's where you are learning about baby movements. So you can offer those movements to your baby if they were bypassed or deviated, especially if your child has ended up in the NICU. NICU stays are important for your child's life, anywhere from phototherapies to breathing, respiratory. But at the same time, a child that fails to oppose gravity and breath most likely without some form of therapy is not going to oppose gravity and vertical maneuvers, meaning walking down the hallway without some kind of key interventions. These movements are really important to your baby and also that they get exposed to the elements, the environment. So you want to take care with swaddling and things that you do with your baby. I'm really excited to be here. I'm going to do this podcast in little spurts as we go along. We're going to be keying in again with my 99 Super Baby Secrets and going in from there. There'll be some podcasts maybe that are a little bit longer and some that are a little bit shorter, but they're all here to help your baby move. If you have any comments or questions, I'd love to hear from you. There's a Facebook group started for baby movements. And you can also be active there. They're all based of what of do with movement lesson. So I will keep the group involved into my expertise and my development just because so I'm there to help you. I, I can't bypass certain questions if there's modalities or medical questions even where I'll be referring to you when you do have to work with your your doctor. I'm the first person to work with a medical team because it's important that your child is stable your breath, all of that, the breathing, the organ functions, all take care are really primary until we get into other stages of development. I'm Michelle Turner. I can be found at movementlesson.academy or just Movement Lesson all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Thanks so much. Welcome to Baby Movements.